Welcome to another episode of Rob's Rhythms. I'm your host, Rob Fishbeck, and it's great to be here. I've got two guests in the studio today. As always, Captain Crumps, Mr. Max Williams. How you doing, buddy? Oh, I'm great, buddy. How are you? Thanks can't for having me again. Can't complain, man. I know you can't. You know. Who's going to well, listen if you do? Just a little, world, little small world violin. Uh-huh. And uh, with me is somebody with else. I'm With us. With us. Yeah. I am proud to say is my oldest friend, um, not in age, but in length of time that we've known each other, Probably in age Mr. Uh, Jimmy Bartlett. How you doing, man? I'm still stuck on Captain Crumps. So you know Connor. What right? is that? Yeah. You know the the crumpkin bit. Oh no. So when oh, COVID no. first started, we were doing house parties. Yeah. Connor started calling him Captain Crumps, so that became his nickname. All right. No, I feel it, now. I now I'm on board. Connor, we call him Sea Stents. Yeah. You know. C-Chef. I wasn't on board. Now I'm on board. You're on board with I'm Captain on board Crumps. Right now. So. Uh, you swayed me. Thank you. What for did Hannah? What did my sister Hannah used to call you? Jimmy Jam? Sure. I think that was your I've got no idea. Back in high school. Probably. Vaguely familiar. Hey, hey you. Hey, stupid. One of those. Uh, hey, you. That's close enough. But, so me and Jimmy have been friends for 20, almost 25 years at this point. And we're not that old. So we've been friends pretty much since we were like five or six. You guys were high five um, outside of the womb, right? And, and you know, from round of applause for all our listeners. Uh, congratulations to Jimmy. He just recently got married. Woo-hoo. Thank you. And uh, it was awesome being in and at that wedding. Love in the time of Corona. It was fantastic. I, I will say that for me, the coolest like moment in our entire friendship was driving you and your brother Jake to the church, listening to Fleetwood Mac in the, in the car. That was pretty cool. <laughs> you got to get hyped, you know. <laughs> you got to get hyped. Fleetwood Mac is going to hype with, you up. With the chain. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, anyway, so welcome, Jimmy. Thank you. And Max, so we uh, we kind of already kind of started getting into it. We were talking. What, what were you talking about, Max? With the or in Jimmy, the Big Five out of Seattle, back in the day. Yeah, the uh, during the grunge era. So what? Were the Big Five: Pearl Jam, Nirvana, mm-hmm. uh, Pearl Jam, Nirvana, Stone uh, Temple Pilots, Stone Temple Pilots, Alice in Chains, Alice in Chains, and. Is that five? Who am I missing? That was four. Soundgarden? Uh, Soundgarden. Soundgarden. Yes, yeah. thank you, Soundgarden. Now, pardon my ignorance, because like I said, everybody's got gaps in their knowledge, mm-hmm. and you know where I excel in music. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty much everything before 1990. Right. Um, who's the lead singer of Stone Temple Pilots? Because you were saying Eddie Vedder's the only one that's still Scott alive. Stapp? Uh, Scott Wilde. Actually. Scott Wilde. And he's Scott. gone? No, Scott, Scott Stapp is... Uh, yeah, it's Creed. That's Creed. Creed, yeah, yeah. Jesus. Can you take me higher? The, the fucking drunk from... Creed, yeah. Yeah. So uh, he's no longer with us. Scott Weiland died four years ago, or five yeah. years ago. Yeah. And then Allison Change, who who was the lead singer? In Lane Staley was yes. the lead singer. He died in two thousand two. He OD. Did they Jerry. get a new one? They did, and the guy sounds. So it's kind of an ACDC situation. similar to Lane Staley, but Jerry Cantrell has always had the better voice of Allison Chains. That was the OG singer. He, well, he and Lane were co-lead singers. Oh. Jerry Cantrell is the lead guitarist, also co-lead singer. Allison Chains, the reason I like them above a lot of the other grunge bands is that they had the best harmonies, and every song featured a two-part harmony. You mean they had harmonies? Well, they still do. Well, no, no, I know, but yeah. I just, when I, there's not a lot of, I mean, like, when Nirvana comes to mind, I don't hear harmonies. I just hear no. double-track vocals I, on Kurt Cobain. Right. Well, uh, what's-his-face? Dave Roll was singing back 
Okay. Okay. Grohl would be mic'd and just sing whatever part needed to be. Like at all apologies, the end part there, the higher part, that's actually Dave Grohl. Really? Mm -hmm. Didn't know that. Grohl has a better voice. So you got Allison Chains. Mm -hmm. He should start a band or something. Yeah, right? Yeah. His own band. You know, you'd think we were musicians. He should should fight some sort of food. That Dave Grohl guy, he's got some kind of talent. He should do something. You got Alice in Chains, you got Soundgarden, who, uh, uh, Chris... That's uh, Chris Cornell. Chris, Chris Cornell, Cornell, he just yeah. died. Chris Cornell years. was great. He just died three years ago. Oh, he was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Soundgarden was awesome. Have you heard his but version... audio slave was cool. Yeah. Have you heard yeah. his version of Patience? Yes. Yeah. Holy yes. shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, don't get me wrong. That's the only Guns N' Roses song I like that's not on Appetite for Destruction. That's fair. Okay. That's, that's a fair statement. I mean, it, it is and it isn't, but yeah, it's fair. But Chris Cornell's version oh, yeah. totally blows that one out. And you'd be happy to know this. Do you know how he learned to sing? Chris Cornell? Yeah. I don't know. He would, on repeat, listen to Beatles albums, and that's how he learned how to no sing. No shit. That's how he, he taught himself to sing that way. Yeah. Hmm. So. For me, it was Springsteen and Petty and Neil Young, so... That's fair. That's why you got a powerful voice. It makes sense. Yeah. Is everything starting to like connect for you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dots are lighting up. Neurons are firing right now. <laughs> and my corona is bubbling. Jimmy's like, oh, that all makes sense now. Yeah, that does. That's nothing I didn't know. Um. So yeah. Uh, and Stone Temple Pilots, I think they they get uh, not a bad rap, but they get underrated. They get thrown. I'll be honest with you. I'm not familiar with them. Um. You've uh, you definitely heard songs by them. Uh, like Interstate Love Song, you've heard. Uh, Joe Roscoe's played that a couple times, but you you would know it when you hear it. Um, their big one was Plush, mm-hmm. and the acoustic version is actually what a lot of people like more than the regular version. When we're done before we do our next show later, I yeah. want to check these songs out. Okay, yeah. You like, I mean, they're good songs. Like, like I told you guys all off mic earlier, mm-hmm. I've, you know, gaps... You know, it's like it's like Rock says. Gaps in my memory. It's like yeah. Rock. It's like Rocky says. You know. Yeah. You know, Paulie's like, "Hey, yo, Rock, why you like my sister? Oh, you know, we feel gaps. You know, she's got gaps. I got gaps. Together, we get a lot of gaps. So the few gaps that I actually have in music is like that '90s to early 2000s, like pretty much grunge. Mm-hmm. That's and the only thing I don't have gaps in is like right. Early like I told you, I just got into the Red Hot Chili Peppers well, like two to me. Ago. Sorry, that just blows my mind. I, I know. <clears throat> to really recap, but they're amazing. The the big five of the grunge bands. To me, the band that I don't want to say had the least amount of talent, but the band that wasn't as like they weren't as the they weren't the best musicians was Nirvana, but they were the biggest out of all. Well, because of the songs that they made. What's the yeah. track that they play in the Batman trailer? Something, uh, something in the way. Something in the way. Something yeah. in the way. Mm-hmm. So. You showed me the other week, you're like, it's a half step down and drop D. Right. And then you showed me the chords, and I'm like, mm-hmm. that's the whole song? That's the whole song. Yeah. Like, I'm used to writing, like... But they had an energy about them that the other ones didn't have, like a rawness, a exactly. gutturalness, to, especially to Kurt Cobain's voice. Exactly. And just their whole performance. Yeah, it is. stuff that it, the other ones almost seem overproduced compared to just the rawness that they had. And I think that... That's identified totally with a lot of grunge people and, you know, that culture at the time. Mm-hmm. I still look Well, I... I will will die on the hill that I think they their sound was a lot raw more raw yeah right uh, whereas like Pearl Jam because I'm obviously very familiar with Pearl Jam we'll get to them they're in the big five Pearl Jam's awesome um, they're the last one remaining yeah they're I don't think they're overproduced I think no, they're produced I'm just compared no, to Nirvana yeah. right. they compared, sound 
Well, Nirvana's a trio. Yeah, but I, they just well, they, that. Yeah, their music sounds more more studio. I don't know how else to describe it. It, mm-hmm. do, it doesn't have the the screechiness, the voice cracks, the right. guitars. That, you know what I mean? Listen to Kurt Cobain sing like, "Who was in your room last night?" Yes. Or where did you sleep last where, night? That's Sorry. an old Lead Belly song. Yes. Yeah. Where did you sleep last night mm-hmm. off of their live album out of, I think, Madison Square Garden? No, that was MTV Unplugged. Yeah, MTV Unplugged, which I think was at Madison Square Garden. Yeah. 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 That, can, uh, his voice is insane. Yeah. I think uh, that was one of their last live that performances, too. Yeah. And his voice on that song, you can, you hear that, and then you hear any of, like, Eddie Vedder's stuff, and it's just, right. it's a different vibe. Both good, but his is just a different, it's got that, like, I don't know, that teenage angst I, You know, it. maybe I'm going out on a limb here, but to me, it's like Pearl Jam's more like Springsteen and the E Street Band, and Nirvana's more like The Doors. Oh, I, don't, I don't understand this reference, but okay. It's like... I get what you mean by it, yeah. Like The Doors for a, for a four-piece, mm-hmm. and Jim kind of like did what he did, yeah. and like the rest of the band was so tight yeah. That he could just kind of go wherever. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. Not that Bruce can't, because he's the fucking boss for a reason. But like the E Street Band, it's got a much fuller sound to it. Sure. There, yeah. It's not as it's not as you know, it's not as cryptic. Yeah. You know, a lot of Nirvana stuff is pretty cryptic stuff. You know. I think mean, he was in the news a lot with Courtney Love and with all his. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Right. Eddie Vedder, Chris Cornell, they weren't out there. Lane Staley, they weren't out there. No. Making right. headlines and you know being followed around by paparazzi it wasn't the same right and then obviously the the suicide and but that also, the whole thing that also goes it that, with the like, jim and their, pam thing from the original the jim and pam the doors you know jim morrison and his wife <laughs> the the og jim and pam i would never know that oh, do you ever make okay. that correlation no yeah meg ryan was great in that i've only movie. seen like one season of the office though what yeah well i know, I know this is a music a show sin. but that's i know it's a sin we'll talk about that later Liking the office is not a personality trait. Alright, well, yeah. well tell that to a lot of people. Alright, that I know. My sister just got one of my sisters just got into the office like seven or eight months ago. And I saw her last week and she had a Bears Beats Battlestar Galactica t shirt. She's like, Look at the shirt I just got and I'm yeah. like, What is this, two thousand and nine? People people like, where get have you been to it. Yeah. It's been resurfacing. Yeah, the office is getting big again. Yeah. But then I get uh, home right now, binging. So. But yeah. then here yeah, I am going, oh my God, have you ever heard the song Other Side by the Red Hot Chili Peppers? I can't. Like, and everybody just that. rolls their eyes and I'm like, it's it's so good. It's a barn burner. And everybody's just like, it's not bad. What it's is not this, 1999? It's not bad, yeah. It's, yeah. What are you going to do? Make that your MySpace song? I guess. Red Hot, I don't even know how many band, how many band members has Red Hot Chili Peppers had. So uh, I've been like, I've been reading up on them. 50? Yeah, I think so. I think... It seems like at this point. What's his face? He was, uh, uh, I'm blank. I can see his face. Anthony Kiedis? No, the guy that was married to Carmen Electra. The guy that was married to Carmen Electra. Is there somebody from, is somebody from the band? He was in the band for oh, a bit. Oh, so you were telling me about Dave Navarro? Yeah. He yeah. was in the band for a bit, right? He was, yeah. Okay, yeah. He's originally okay. from Jane's Addiction. Yeah. Right. And that's what I know him. I didn't know he was in Red Hot Chili Peppers. He was. He was, he was for a bit. Kind of like how Johnny Marr was in Modest Mouse for a minute. I never knew that either. So, so all the like, so all the hit records that Modest Mouse had uh-huh. were the ones that Johnny Marr played guitar. Johnny Marr from the Smiths. Okay. You know with Morrissey. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I heard that they are like the lead singer's like a drunk. Morrissey? No, Modest Mouse. Oh, Modest Mouse. Yeah, I've heard he's like notoriously really? like rough at well, like live shows. Like like live shows are messed up. All I the mean, because like he just 
can't handle it. Somebody knows. I've heard uh, people who go to enter- the shows. Entertainment, say that. especially musicians, can. There, there's definitely a dark underbelly. Yeah. It's not a. It's just so weird because Modest Mouse. It's like such a chill band. They are. It's so weird. But they are. I mean, I, they kind of. I've kind of fell off with them like ten years ago. I don't oh, know yeah. what they've put out. Recently. People over good news. People who love bad news. Like that's like. The, that's the last. Is one that the left. one with Florida? That's where I is left that the off. Two, is that the one with like o, like Ocean Breeze, Sully? And, I think so. That's like the last. Okay. I don't know. I haven't listened. Dashboard. Anything. A dashboard was the last thing I listened. So it was like 07. Uh huh. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Was that that one? What's the record with that Float On? It's got the blue cover. <clears throat> the green cover. Is it? That's the green cover. Float On is the green cover with the beer on it. Okay. And like the next one's got the blue cover. The one with the hot air balloon and the blue cover. That's dash. Dashboard? I don't think it's the album. On there. Is that the name of the no, album? No, it's, uh, it's We good. Were Dead Before the Ship Even That's, that's it. it. That's yes. it. That's the album that's I have in my yes. car. I love that album. That's, yeah, the, album. Yeah. that's the last one I listened mm-hmm. to. I've not Johnny Mars on that record. Yes. Okay. From that the Smiths. That album's fucking great. Played guitar on all the Smiths. Songs. My favorite song from them? Spitting Venom. That's one of Me too. Rocks. My that Spitting Venom and uh, uh, Dramamine. Okay. That's a good one. And then my third favorite is Trailer Trash. All right. That's not bad. I like their. I like some of their late 90s stuff. Yeah. Just so that I, was great. Yeah, I went back and started listening to some of their 90s. I was like, this is good. This yeah. Really good. Um, That's why when you asked me what new music I've been listening to, 1990s music still. Yeah. Yes. I, I'm, I'm trapped. I'm trapped in a crystal prison of the 1990s. I'm, I'll argue with him for days that the 90s had better music than the 70s. Are you on crack? Like, I will. Are you, like, legitimately, are you smoking crack? No. So you're saying the 90s had, overall, the 90s? What are you saying? In reference to what? In reference to my opinion. Because I know, I like, like... I like most of the music from the 90s better than I do. To me, the 2000s... As far as you're talking about all like, music, like, all popular music. No, just the stuff that I like. You're including... You. I think it's so just stuff you like. like, okay. Because I've always compared <laughs> the 80s and the 2000s. No, I could, I could not say with a, with a sweeping declaration that the 90s were better than the 70s. No, I, I'm probably... You're telling um, me Deep Blue Something is... Yeah, right. is That's better than any 70s. No. Deep yeah, Blue right. Something, what are they No. Jesus, that's a good uh, reference. That's a good Fucking, I can't remember. Is that Breakfast at Tiffany's? Is that them? Tell me what about so, breakfast yeah. at Tiffany's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hootie and the Blowfish came out of the 90s. What are you, crazy? That's fair. You know, a lot of great bands came out of the 90s. There were a lot of shit. The Proclaimers? Yeah. They would yeah. walk 500 miles, dude. That's all that matters. Come on. That was the 80s, right? That was, that was the 90s. Yeah. I 90s, will walk that's 500 miles. That's the 90s. Yeah. Really? Yeah, that's the 90s. 90s. Yeah. Chumbawamba? Tub Thumping? That's the 90s. <laughs> So you I, telling me you don't want to tub thump in the 70s? The 70s are better than tub thumping? You're telling me you don't want tub thump? You're tell me. <laughs> did I tell you guys that I recently found out that that song is literally about an alcoholic? No, I, <laughs> I get knocked down, but I, I get up again. That song's Man, about. Go listen to the verses, man. I think I'm only ever drinking when I hear listen to that song. It's well, like, It's like 1 a.m. at a bar and everyone's Semi-sonic screaming. Semi-sonic closing time? You're telling me that I, shit's better than fucking yo, man. rumors? Yeah, that's... 90s cranked out a lot of one-hit wonders. They did. Really had a lot but of that's, one-hit but wonders. But so I've, I've always associated the 80s and the 2000s with, like, there's really catchy, like, pop garbage from both decades, the sure. 80s and the 2000s. Yeah. There was some great music if you knew what to listen to. Oh, right? the 80s. That's like, Coldplay's, like, first couple records I really like, similar to, like, R.E.M. or The Replacements. From well, the any 80s. generation you can... Right? There's... Mm-hmm. But I know, but like you guys are like sleeper. I know a lot of people that will live and die by how great the '90s were, and I'll live and die by how great the '70s were. Sure, you yeah. know what I mean. Sure, uh, though I do love the '60s. So there's a lot of classic rock stations and 1970s stations. I've never, I've yet to see a '90s station. Well, I don't listen. Excluding to like Sirius XM and all that crap. I don't. I listen. mean, people seem to be there's there's a larger nostalgia for the '70s, '60s, and '70s, like the rock era. Mm-hmm. There's not like a maybe in the future there will be, but like the oldies of 
now coming up on the oldies and the trouble wumbo tub thumping like it's not four. it's not the same thing right and the for some reason still collective hangover of the 80s hairballs hairbangers well that that shit i care balls the 80s hairballs hair hair but like yeah. like new yeah. order the, the 80s smiths the for cure. some reason we're still hung over on that fucking music we need to get rid of it we need to put it in the garbage pits that we have not all of it it's it's fun it's a no, fun time I know, I know it's just it's what not, do you mean by like hair headbanger like like you talking about like Def Leppard I thought show? like Motley Crue yeah oh, like Motley Crue is oh, about your dockings yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. talking about your great he's talking, yeah he's talking about all the fun yeah. white the glam the, yeah, yeah, the glam the big hair the ladies the, yeah. you know and then, so basically the plot of the movie Rockstar with Mark Wahlberg definitely your Def Leppard I have no idea you never seen the movie then you're bad foreigners I know that's not hairbanger necessarily. Foreigner? But you're bad foreigners in the 80s. Oh, you got some bad Wait, foreigners. Wait, you talking about like the greatest foreigner song of all time? I want to know what love is. It's a fine song. I want you to show me. Talking about... Uh, that's not Head Games. Yeah. Head Games. There it is. Now, that stuff on Always you and me. I know, but I, there's most... Fo- I have their first like three or four albums on vinyl. Yeah. I've never been much of a foreigner fan. Like no. Jukebox Hero and Hot Blooded. Jukebox Hero is a good song. Hot Blooded is a good song. They're, cool, I think Cold Ice. Ice. They have a lot of good songs that are just they're catchy songs to hear on the radio, but I wouldn't sit down and put them on. No. I'm I not. wouldn't like listen to them with, on purpose. <laughs> what you are know? you doing? I'm in a deep meditative state listening to four. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go home. I think I'm going to throw on some foreigner yeah. and just relax. I'm going to really, I'm going to reflect on my life and let us listen yeah. to four. Like, what's yeah. the number one concert you want to go to after COVID? Foreigner. Dude, I want to see foreigner. Four. Yeah. Right. If they're still around. I'm uh, assuming they're still around. And see, I feel bad saying that, but my mom would probably be like, I would go see foreigner. Didn't they, they got the, they're still around. They got the guy from YouTube, didn't they? Uh, I thought it was Journey. Oh yeah, that's Journey. That's, that's, that's totally yeah, that's, yeah, 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 yeah. The Steve yeah. Perry. Mm-hmm. It yeah. can't be as so like. Uh, did I ever tell you about the time me and Jimmy went and saw uh, Bad Company and Leonard Skinner back in 2014? No. So Bad Company comes out. Paul Rogers slays it. He's first awesome. of all, first of all, you have to let everyone know that this is at the world famous. Uh, First Midwest Theater Center. Theater. No, no. Hollywood Casino. The world, theater. World, theater. world Music Theater. Yeah. AKA the Tweeter Center. Center. AKA the First Midwest Bank Amphitheater. AKA the Hollywood Casino Amphitheater. AKA the theater on Route 80 that that's, hasn't had a sign since 1999. There's no sign off the highway. They didn't bother to put one up because it's going to be a new thing in next month. Some new company's going to buy it. You, know you got those says? tickets for like $14? Something like that, yeah. Because it's a garbage venue with garbage prices and garbage audio. It is. It's I not, hate that place. It's not garbage seating. Yes. Garbage not, everything. I'm yeah. Well, I did see Hootie and the Blowfish there last the year. The fond memories of Warp Tour. There. I hope we Dude, get Warp Tour away. I saw Katy Perry front row. It was phenomenal. I was in that before crowd before she before she broke. I know. I we, you, we didn't know that we yeah. were both there. Somebody threw a water bottle at her and she stormed off stage. It was great. Buddy, I, hope, I kissed a girl and I liked it. And I hope something. we get big enough with music one day where we could turn down playing at the World Music. I wouldn't turn it out. No, thank you. What are you kidding me? I would turn it down. I'm not. You tell me you don't want to cut those eighteen dollar Bud Lights they're selling. (laughs) You tell me you're going to turn down eighteen dollar Bud Light Tallboy money. I don't think you are. I can take a share of thirty dollar lawn seats. Yeah. Yeah. You telling me when when you're you're telling me you're telling me when you don't sell out, so they have people walking around with signs offering to upgrade your seat for ten bucks. And you just ignore them and go sit in the seats anyway because no one's upgrading. You're like telling me I don't want to turn down people still getting wet even who are sitting in the seats because it's raining? Because <laughs> there's no walls. Yeah. I just, Come on. I just love how half the bands are like, 
welcome to Chicago. And it's like, dude, we're not in Chicago. We're no, in the buddy. south yeah, suburbs. You're like 50 miles Get outside of the city, buddy. You know. Get out of here. And it's like, but that's also why the Stones don't play movie. there. Or Fleetwood Mac. Or, you know, anybody. But they all, yeah, it's actually too small. Right. It would technically be too small for bands like that. Though I've seen Willie Nelson there. And that was pretty dope. Yeah. yeah. Not going to lie. But, I mean, that's where all the, uh, like, your farm-aid bands come in. Yeah. Is at the world. And I've like, seen Chris Stapleton there. It's like, ugh, God. Their lawn seats are fine. They're on like a 45 degree fucking slope. <laughs> well, you gotta it, hope it doesn't rain out. or you're gonna slip and slide down. It was down fine when, pit, when we were 16. the best core workout of your life. Yeah, so sitting there, there like, ugh. <laughs> sitting in your chair facing 45 degrees Dude, down. No bullshit. My cowboy boots dug into the ground after You gotta put your spurs on to go there. Mm -hmm. yes, oh, yes. absolutely. How about Connor? What are spurs? Do you remember that shit back in the day? Dude, no. what's a kayak? Damn, dude. You, good luck finding a kayak right now. They're like several hundred dollars. Yeah, no, I know. I Thanks, COVID. Because, well, uh, the neighbors. The rivers. Uh, yeah. We, we, rivers we're, we're river people now. <laughs> we yeah. live by the, with the pond in the back, and the neighbors bought kayaks, and I was like, I wonder how much a kayak is. Is that the new yeah, van like life? fucking $400. Yeah, pretty much. That's the new van life? Just buying much. a kayak yeah. and living on the river? I bought an inflatable kayak for $85. I could resell it for $300, Did but I, I do want to use it. No, I'm waiting to take it out for its first pop of the season. I'm gonna, oh, you haven't, you haven't taken it no, out? No, I haven't taken it out yet. I'm you gonna, know, I'm gonna, hopefully soon. Titanic didn't have a great maiden voyage. So hopefully I'm, I'm expecting something soon. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so we, we go see Bad Company and Skinner back in 2014. And I, you saw Skinner too before. Did you go I've with seen me and Connor? Yeah, I've seen in Skinner 09. like three or four times at this yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Skinner in parentheses. Which is, they are basically just the... An average cover band. I was gonna say. I was gonna, I was gonna say the best cover band. They're the most accurate cover band, but they're not the best. Yeah, they have the branding. Yeah, the branding's there. The yeah, music itself. But anyway, so back. So Paul Rogers comes the out. The best and merch. Just slays it. Not anymore. Yeah. I. I'm glad I don't have a London Skinner T-shirt. But anyways, uh, Paul Rogers comes out and just fucking slays it. Made me fall in love with Bad Company all over again. Skinner comes out. And I'm looking at Jimmy, like, and, and his wife, girlfriend at the time, and I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, I was like, can you understand anything they're saying? It's just, yeah, yeah. It, I don't know if it was just their audio equipment or what it was, but you couldn't understand anything they were saying. The, everything sounded blown out. So distorted. Yeah, like, they were blown into distorted. the red. The low end was way too high. There was barely any, barely any high end, and the mids were all fucked up. Yeah, and then everybody on stage is, like, 90, so they all aren't, no one's moving. Everyone's just standing there playing their instruments. The lead singer's younger, so he's just walking around. But you know, it's just it's it's it doesn't have a Skinner vibe, man. The, the South yeah, was not rising again. Yeah. It didn't feel good. No, I wouldn't think it would. Because yeah. right before that, Bad Company had come on. They came out and killed it. Uh, they played Bad Company. I think what was that like one of their for their first or second song? They played they played Bad Company the well, song from from the album. Yeah. Bad Company wait, by wait, the band. Wait, yeah. is there a band called Bad Company with an yeah. album called Bad Company with a song called Bad Company? Oh, there is. And when they performed that song yeah, and awesome. a giant 50-foot Union Jack unfurled like halfway through the song, it, you know, what? it was badass. It, everyone was super into it. And then Skinner came out that. and it was like, ah. Oh. And that's it. They had like a little LED screen showing like stars and bars going on. It was like, this is It was like, this oh, isn't the same. Fuck. You can call me the breeze. I'm moving on from this. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, J.J. Kale wrote that song. Yeah? Yeah. Dang. Not Skinner. That's a fun fact. Yeah. Fun fact of the day, everybody. J.J. Kale wrote J. J. Kale. the breeze. He passed away like uh, seven years ago. He also wrote uh, Cocaine that Eric Clapton had a big hit okay. with. Okay, nice. Uh, yeah. Anyways. Yeah, that was... 
Was that the last concert we went to together? Maybe. Because I didn't go to Fleetwood Mac with you. Probably then, yeah. yeah. Fleetwood Mac were great in concert. But see, we saw the original lineup too. I so think. I'm gonna I'm gonna get on my my little world world smallest violin for a second. For years, <laughs> I wanted to go see Fleetwood Mac, but was like, well, this is kind of bullshit. Christine McVie's not playing. Christine McVie, yeah. And it's like, don't get me wrong. I'll take Stevie Nicks solo. I'll go watch her. But it's like. I want to hear you make love and fun and songbird and oh daddy and yeah, right yeah. and then it's like so then they all get together and Jimmy and his now wife go and see them and I was like eh they'll be back in town next year because like I don't know if it was money or time or whatever but I was like I couldn't go and I was like eh they'll be back next year the next year they fire Lindsay Buckingham and I'm like what is this I that was a great concert and they were amazing and I remember maybe sixty percent of it because I was one of the sickest I've ever been in my whole life. Really, I was sick as a dog oh, the man. whole time. But it's Fleetwood Mac. Uh, yeah, and I was like, I'm using these goddamn tickets. It was I think it was on Valentine's Day too. It was like a Valentine's right. yeah, Day yeah, gift. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? So I was like, I gotta go. So what, I like, like four or five years ago. Yeah. So I loaded up on medicine. And I was there. I was like coughing up a lung the whole time. My head was like exploding. I felt terrible. And then afterward, we had to wait in line to get a bus because it was so crowded. We had to be on a bus to be bust from the parking lot in. Then to get out, we had to wait in a line for like 30 minutes to get on a bus to get bus back out to the parking lot to go to our Where would you? Where'd you go? What venue? It was the Allstate. Uh, you had to take a bus at the Allstate? The whole, all of it was full. They were doing overflow parking in parking lots down the street and across the highway. Really? So you had to get on a bus in the parking so lot. So it was shut out. And you had to get shuttled up in, yeah. You had to get shuttled up in because it was the they were reunited. It was the whole big thing. So, and it feels so. And they added, I think, one more show too. So, I mean, they that was like the level of of hype over it. And I wanted to be but hyped, they, but, but I they could played, breathe. But they played all the songs, right? Yeah, from what I remember, yeah, they played. Yeah, they played like all the hits. They that played show, they Gypsy off Mirage, time. Tusk off Tusk. Did they play yeah, they Sarah? played Tusk. Yeah, I don't remember. But and then I rumors said, I remember like the Fleetwood Mac album, of it. yeah, right. Because I was just like coughing and like huddled up. I had a jacket on. I was like freezing. I had a fever. I felt terrible. I was so sick with something. A flu. I, I, I go awful. back and forth all the time with my favorite Stevie Nicks Fleetwood Mac song because you want to say Dreams or Landslide or for me Gold Dust Woman or Sarah. It's gotta be landslide. Right. Keep naming some. But Gypsy, yeah. I think Gypsy might be my favorite Stevie good. Nicks vocal track. Yeah, that's Gypsy's good. Of that's her good with choice. Fleetwood Mac. What about you? What is it? Landslide. Yeah, probably. Did you ever see that meme? Um, it's a picture of Taylor Swift next to a picture of Stevie Nicks, and it says Taylor Swift writes songs about her ex-boyfriend or whatever. No. And it says Stevie Nicks, and it says. Write songs about her ex-boyfriend and while he stands on stage and plays guitar right next to her. Yeah. That is that is a baller move. Mad respect. That She's the best. Baller. She's the queen. Yeah. She is the queen of rock and roll, yeah. as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. She's the best. You'll never get better than Stevie Nicks. There's a there's a weird So with that song with that song too, there's a weird uh, with landslide. A lot of people have different like memories of that song or different like things tied to it, whatever it is. Mine's extremely weird because so it was back in college at the time. It was maybe like 2011 or something. I was going to school downtown. I was living in the dorms, whatever. So then um, South Park 
the you know the yeah, cartoon I, show. Yeah. yeah Matt, Have you heard of it? No. Okay. Matt Stone and Troy Parker, correct? Trey Parker. Trey yes. Parker. Sorry, yes. my bad. Um, so, I don't. It was like a perfect weird storm. So anyway, so there was uh, back at that season, they had been in talks about ending South Park, and I've been watching South Park since I was like a little kid. I used to. It was literally the show I used to sneak and watch because my parents said you're not allowed to watch it, mm-hmm. and I had a 10 inch. <laughs> VHS combo TV in my room and you know God be damned I'm gonna watch South Park with my door slightly closed I was the same way with my finger on the remote in case my mom walked in I could change it Saturday Night Live that was my thing yeah Yeah. so I was watching South Park way before I should have been like you know 8 or 9 years old that was like when it was peak popularity when we were younger well they literally had a turd yeah, like a, you know, Mr. Hanky, the Christmas right. poo. Change so. the channel. I swear it's not porn. Yeah, I swear it's not porn. Exactly. Just South Park. Right. So then, <laughs> they had been in talks. They had not renewed the season, so there had been talks that they weren't going to renew it. It was going to be over with. Uh, they're going to probably go forever. They've renewed it for ten more seasons. So mm-hmm. no, this is all moot now. But they at the time, um, and were you like melancholically listening to? So there's a there's an episode in that season where Stan. Uh, has he becomes he gets a little bit older I don't remember he has like a birthday he's like 12 years old now or some whatever it is in the South Park universe and he just thinks everything is shit he just becomes totally disillusioned with everything and it's sort of like a meta thing about the, the creators basically being tired of the show and, and writing the show and he just goes on about how he doesn't want to keep doing this with his life and hanging out with these same people his whole life and he's trying to make new friends and all this other stuff so then uh, at the end of the episode they play Landslide and then they just show like a montage of like the four of the kids like going their own ways and sort of trying to grow up and not, you know what I mean? And then that was the finale of that season. And there was question about whether it was going to keep going or not. Oh, wow. So then this whole, yeah, so then that, that's what I always think about for some reason with Landslide, even though I know that's a completely obscure, weird, that's why I always think that's such a weird memory. That's I have so it. crazy. I remember sitting in my dorm room and it just being so like emotional because it's like these yeah. characters that I've, I've grown up watching. You know what I mean? It was like the end of like an era sort of thing. And I was getting older. I was in college now. This is my first time living away from home. So yeah. it was just a a really strange like crystallization moment of that feeling. And that's what I think about whenever I hear that song, which is just so odd. Yeah. Because it's just an oddly specific memory that every, I don't think a lot of people have. Every time I hear Green Day's Time of Your Life, which I don't like, mm-hmm. I think of the Seinfeld finale. Okay. Because they play it in the Seinfeld finale. Really? Well, the, that song was like new at the time. Oh God! Wow! I always imagine those as vastly different times. Like I imagine that as like the the two thousands. I imagine Seinfeld being over in the nineties. That's right. so weird that those ninety eight. Yeah, that's so weird that those overlap. If I'm not mistaken, I think uh, I think the song "Landslide" is played in the movie Jack Frost. Okay, so I was just about to Were say, you that. say that. So too? no, 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 no. So yeah. I, so we keep yeah. talking like about the Michael our Michael Keaton movie. Yes, yeah. yeah. okay. from 1998. So okay. we keep talking about our buddy Connor, who's not on the show. He's on an episode of Renaissance Man that's either out or will be out soon. He lives in LA, mm. and but he was in Chicago last week. And yeah, it was good seeing. No times. bullshit. Driving in my old Jeep, you remember my Jeep, mm. and old red. Going to take a going to take a mudden or whatever, and and I got Fleetwood Mac on, and Landslide comes on, and Connor's like, "Oh, dude, oh, this is a great song. It was in the movie Jack Frost," mm. and I'm like, "The fucking Michael Keaton snowman film." Yeah. So continue. It's a deep cut. Well, no, I just I remember it being in that movie, and I remember not really growing up on that movie, but I remember that movie from when I was a lot younger, and that song was in it and then I, I thus learned that it's, it's a very you know heavy good song by you know, obviously a very famous singer and I never really realized the effect of what it was as a song until then and then I finally learned that that's my aunt's favorite song I was like oh it isn't a shit movie 
Uh, you you got uh, you picked a, I mean you picked a good song to like, but uh, it's yeah. got bad representation. I don't know. I I know I saw the movie because he dies because he's in the car and it's snowing and his windshield wipers stop working. Yeah. I remember that yeah, he, and the fact that it, I want to say it came out in ninety eight. He's ninety nine sure it came out nineteen ninety eight. Yeah, he uh, Black Ice. The, Who the, plays his wife? Kelly Preston. Ooh, you might be right. I think, I think I'm right. right. I think it's so. Kelly Preston. Rest in peace, Kelly Preston. I think so. Yeah. Um, that's how good I am with deep cuts. Creepy movie. I've seen in two, 20 it, years. It's the only thing I remember is that somebody throws snowballs at him and they become boobs on him. Mm-hmm. And he's got boobs and he's like, oh. <laughs> and then he knocks him off. That is my memory of it. You know what my memory of it is? Going to the video store because there was a knockoff movie. I was called Jack Frost something else the subtitle something else it was a horror movie Jack Frostbite probably right he's something a, like that cannibal snowman and it's got wait yeah, is it the one got, with the teeth yes. on the cover I mean, a, why watch it at your old house it has a holographic cover like with like a regular snowman and then when you turned it it had like big this sharp guy. teeth and yeah. blood on it, it this was, fucking guy I just spend so much time just looking at covers of this horror guy. movies I go to his house mm-hmm. we're like third fourth grade and he got me into Nightmare on Elm Street mm-hmm. scared the fuck out of me and then right. I remember watching that at your house. I remember that cover. I've always loved horror movies. That's always yes. been my, my jam. Still is. That's crazy. So real quick, my memory with Landslide, because uh-huh. your memory was Jack Frost. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Straight up and down. This is, again, it's just so weird. Like these, these oddly specific memories that we have it's, that nobody else would have. Yeah, it's a very... It's yeah. so, well, but that's what's awesome about that song is that everybody's got their memories with it. So yeah. for me, it's pretty simple. The dance VHS tape came out like 1997. The concert's from 97. So I would have been in like, we we would have got the VHS tape probably like in 98, 99. So I would have been in like second or third grade. Okay. And we, like my dad would put that tape in at least once a week. And me and my sisters, well, these two of them, because one of them, was, I don't think was born yet, would watch it. And that's how I got into Fleetwood Mac was watching that concert. Mm. And then I got the records when I was in like fifth, sixth grade. Like we heard it, cause my dad had them on CD, but I got the vinyl when I was in like sixth, fifth, sixth grade. But she would go, Lindsay would start playing the song and Stevie Nicks would be like, this is for you daddy. And she'd go into it. And then I found out that her dad was like a country and Western singer. And I was like, that's pretty dope. But that live version of the day of landslide from the dance that is like that is the song to me that's your definitive like the album cuts fine yeah but that live version is the one that I'll I'll die with yeah yeah, yeah. I think they play the live version every now and then. on the radio yeah yeah it's not always the studio so thing. the dance concert and I've said this a thousand times because remember you made that comment that the chain's like a half step down in the live version mm-hmm. it's not in I think it's in no it was a full step down E minor is the original key uh yeah I think yeah, yeah. it's E minor yeah and then, but that version of Landslide, that version of Rhiannon, and that that version of Tusk and Silver Springs, those four songs, I prefer the, the live version from the dance over the album cuts cool. any day of the week. Nice. Yeah. I can see that. I can see that. That's crazy, though. Yeah. What, what's your favorite Stevie Nicks? Uh, I'm not, I don't know a lot about her, uh, like about her music really? in general. Yeah. Well, her stuff with Fleetwood. Oh, her stuff with Fleetwood. Uh, I mean, her solo stuff's pretty self-explanatory. She did Belladonna in '81. That was on Epic Records. You got Don Henley's on it. Max Weinberg and Roy Bitten from the E Street Band. Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers are on the whole fucking thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's got you know, stop dragging my heart around leather and lace. Belladonna's a great track. And Edge of Seventeen. Her second record, The Wild Heart. 
I got that on vinyl. I want to say '83. Mm. That had "Stand Back" on it, and then that's that's pretty much it for me. Like her solo stuff. That's those two records. All right. So before I answer, I just I don't know why this stuff came in my mind. I just want a documentary just to be you, and it's just a camera set up for 24 hours, and it's you just saying all the facts you know about any new subject of music that's brought up, and then we just put it all together, and it's just like the you know a day in the life of a crazy man. Thanks. <laughs> Because I, I know, I, I always know that you are going to give some sort of like, you know the knowledge about it, but it's like, I always forget how in-depth it is. You forget the Either, depth. I, do, I really do. Yeah. Either way. Still uh, waters run. I don't way, know. So. Is that a compliment? Absolutely. It okay. is. Okay. Yeah, it is. Okay. It's just, I can't, I can't keep, you know, I, I, there's no way. You, and you know that by now. I, I can't bounce back off of that stuff. Right. But um, as far as my education on Fleetwood Mac, the band, I, I don't know a lot really about them, or much about the music outside of Rumors, because I never, I never took that deep dive. I mean, it's pretty simple. The, they start out as basically a blues band. No, 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 no. I just meant musically. I just, I don't know a lot of other music by them other than what's on the, the stuff rumors. with like Lindsey Buckingham and, and Steve or Nicks. Era, Gypsy and, and Rihanna. Like those are the other two songs I know outside. The, the album from 1975, the self-titled album. Yeah. You know that it's got. Over My Head's on there, Rihanna on, Landslide, um, Say You Love Me's on that record. That's a great song. I remember that. Okay, um, I remember that song. And then Rumors. Uh-huh. Either way, real quick, I'll just say my favorite then Stephen X song is Still Dreams. Okay. By far. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Really? By far? Yeah, by far. By far? By far. I love Dreams. Interesting. I sang Dreams two times in one day karaoke. Damn. Okay, you do love wow, love dude, that. There's, right. That's the passion. That's cool. That's that's it. Yeah. yeah, respect at two different bars, not even the same bar. <laughs> <It> yeah. w- <laughs> well, right, you lose a little respect. It would have been. Uh, it would have no, been, no, no, yeah, been more badass to sing it twice like, at the same bar. Hey, remember Just when like, I was like, hey, everybody, get yeah. ready again from the top, <laughs> back to back. In case you missed it the first time, yeah. Any of your new patrons, yep. yeah, you're gonna love this back to back. <laughs> You ever be at a karaoke bar and somebody sings a song and then you're like, that was great. And then for like 30 minutes, not even 30 minutes later, somebody else comes in and they play that. God damn it. I hate that. And then they're going to sing the song. I do too. I also just hate. <laughs> Want to hear what's going on by Four Non Blondes six times? Oh, go to a karaoke bar Jesus in Chicago. Oh, uh, see, here's the thing though. I like I love doing karaoke, but sure. I also am just used to playing gigs. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. Oh, so like, dude, the whole thing like was a different vibe. Than it's a totally know. different vibe. Yeah. I'm used to going up on a stage with me and or my band yeah. and going one, two, three, four, and then going into whatever we're playing. Yeah. So speaking of that song in particular too, which is which is actually great the way the way you say it, um, playing gigs. I have a song that I do that is the exact same chord structure and nearly the same tempo by a guy. Uh, his name is Kevin Morby. He sings a song called Parade. As the same chord structure as the Four Nine Blondes, what's going on, mm-hmm. or okay. what's up, or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, every time I go it. into that song by Kevin Morby, everybody's always like, "Yeah, Four Nine Blondes." Like, nope, not the song, dude. Oh, that's Don't the worst. Start singing it. Prepare to get disappointed. That's when I when I used to play "I'm Going Down" by Springsteen. Yeah. Everybody thought it was Wagon Wheel. Mm-hmm. It's same. the same fucking Teenage Dream by Katy Perry is the same key same too. Chord, same right? chord progression. Yep. So I now I just do a medley. 
<laughs> I start out, weird metal. I start out with I'm going down, and then I go into we drove to Cali. Got Please don't say I'm going down on a teenage dream because that's just weird. No, no, wasn't gonna go there. But it's going down on a wagon wheel. Appreciate you, appreciate you drive the ship that direction. My teenage dream is going down on a wagon wheel. No, I do the went to Cali, got drunk on a beach verse, and then I go. I do the teenage dream, and then I go. Then I go into walk into the south. I uh, row no car truck on and then I go back and I'm going down. It's mm. like a six minute medley. Oh, mm. that's great. But anyways, anywho's. That's what's weird with karaoke mm. is because it's like I go up on stage and it's like, no, oh, this is weird. I don't have my guitar strapped on right out of the gate, you know. So this is strange. And then it's like the what pisses me off is half the songs that I would want to sing they don't have. Them. Well, that's fair. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You want you want a bit of deeper cuts though. You yeah. You don't want the the right the karaoke song. So I usually end songs. up doing like Thunder Road or like okay. um. I used to do Ignition Remix because that was my jam, but I can't do that anymore. Oh man, I saw you sing that one time. Yeah. You did, you yeah, did. That's funny. That. But like, I would be like, oh, you know, like I want to do like Neil Young's on a beach, and it's like. We have Heart of Gold. I was going to say, they probably have Heart of Gold. And it's yeah. like, uh, you know, whatever. Old Man, maybe? Mm-hmm. Maybe. Yeah, Old Man. Yeah. That'd be a, that'd be a downer. The downer That's my point. song. You know, like, Y'all having a do, fucking good time tonight? Yeah. Not for long. Cortez the Killer. Here's we don't have that Old Man. One. No, here's some Poncho and Lefty. That's what you should go into. Uh, Towns Van Zandt? Yeah. yeah. Right? <laughs> Y'all having a good time tonight? Little my friend. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I've done dreams, I've done dreams at karaoke. But I, I prefer to do Goldust Woman. I prefer so back in the day when we used to play concerts still. And <laughs> remember karaoke? Remember concerts? Do you, do you guys bars? Do you get, did you see that? By the way, before I get into this, did you see that meme of Chris Farley? Like, remember when he used to do the Chris Farley show and be like, "Remember that time? Like, remember when you were with the Beatles?" And it was just a picture of Chris Farley and said, "Like, remember that time when we used to go places?" I anyway, what you're talking about? Before the world was on fire. Uh, I'd, we'd be at gigs sometimes, and Max would be with me, and I'd be like, dude, like, let's do a couple. Like, and he would play guitar, and I would just sing. Yeah. My favorite one we ever did was Goldust Woman. Because I would just get into it, mm-hmm. you know, and then that, that outro would just go hard on it. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, that is a fun one. I like playing guitar on that one. Yeah, that and Gimme Shelter. We always had fun doing Gimme Shelter, uh, which is... That's a good one. Which we, so we did an episode a few weeks ago of our favorite track one, <clears throat> side ones. Like, favorite opening tracks to an album, mm-hmm. and I think my favorite of all time is Gimme Shelter. That shirt smells. That's a strong Your shirt laundry. smells? Yeah, I guess. Maybe you should wash your clothes. I did just do laundry, but I didn't do this one, apparently. Did you leave it in the washing machine for too long? No, I think I left it smell. out, and it was wet, and it got musky. It's the same thing if you just leave them in the washer for too long. Yeah, but those were at least clean. This wasn't... Oh. This is probably dirty, uh, it's, it's like, dirty, dirty rainwater or something. Dirty rainwater? Dirty rainwater, and just left it out. That dirty rainwater. Yeah. So, uh. Either way, sorry to my nonsense. No, yeah. <laughs> fucking. Hey. Remember, uh, remember Gimme Shelter? Hey, yeah, my last shirt. time I checked, you weren't getting paid for this. Nah. <laughs> oh, we're not getting paid? <laughs> you didn't tell me that. Uh, you know, get my $5 royalty check. Get your, get your royalty. Yeah, right? Yeah. Um, so what else, uh, you know, any other? Concert memories or big life events. You saw Bob Seger, right? Mm-hmm. I had the pleasure of seeing him last fall okay. on his farewell tour. And it was everything that I had hoped it would be and more because in the middle of the show, he sits down at the piano and he's like, so I'm going to play you guys a song by one of my favorite songwriters, a real cool cat named Bob Dylan. 
and he plays Forever Young, and they have like a video montage of like all the like Glenn Fry and Prince, mm. David Bowie, and like all the musicians that have died in like the last ten years. Yeah, and I'm like, like he had just gotten done playing, you know, Rock and Roll Never Forgets, and I'm like, yeah, and then he plays one of my favorite Dylan songs, and I'm just literally like bawling my eyes out, like I miss Bowie. Like, I miss Lou Reed. I miss, you know, I miss all these people. And um, that was great. What did you think about when you guys saw Bob Seger? That's pretty cool. I thought he was great. He was, uh, he had some vocal troubles. He can't hit the, the real high notes anymore. He's 73 But he tries. Old. And yeah, he's got a lot of energy for 73 years old. He's flying around on the stage, so. But didn't he have the throat cancer? He did, he had throat cancer. Yeah. Really? Okay. Yeah. Well, hey, then more, more power to him. That was like 20 years ago. Yeah, but I remember yeah. hearing that that was, that was a Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can tell he's a, but I mean, he goes for it, though. It's not like he oh, sort sure. of changed the song and just doesn't even go near that. Right. He, he, he genuinely shoots for it, so, you know. Hey, I, I gotta, yeah, I can't be mad at that, so I'd it sounds that. good. Uh, yeah, he was good. <laughs> I don't just remember. Just yeah, well, kind I guess. Of. Yeah, kind of. Pull the shelf. There we go. Get it. Yeah. That's what Skinner sounded like. Ugh. That's yeah. basically what Skinner sounded like. Yeah, but you couldn't understand anything. Hey, I thought Seeger was good. Uh, the last concert I saw... Before the pandemic? Before the pandemic. I'm trying to think. The well, anthemic we, pandemic. We had... Well, we actually, we had tickets for... Um, speaking of the pandemic... Well, the, so the last concert I saw that was back in February, that was the Lumineers. Oh, yeah. How was that? They were very good. They, yeah, they have like 100 people on stage and play, playing instruments and singing and all the other stuff. But they were a trio. I know. No, they got like a shitload of people on stage. No, they got a band now. Yeah, they got like a whole See, backup band going I on. I fell off after their first record. Okay. Because it was perfection. Their new stuff's pretty good. I hear it on the radio and then okay. I was listening to it. He let Max likes the Lumineers. Yeah, they were they were very good. Uh, didn't know that was gonna be the last concert I might ever see. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. Yeah. But at the time, it was great. Uh, then we had tickets for uh, I think it's coming up next week was Riot Fest. Because, oh, I had tickets too. Because yeah. Riot Fest is going to be the big comeback of My Chemical Romance. Yes, I was uh, everybody was welcome everybody to was the Black so Parade, ladies and yeah. gentlemen. Everybody was so uh, excited, dude. Yeah, and besides them, uh, there was a bunch. Wait, of was Coheed and Cambria playing that this year? Probably they played pretty frequently. I think yeah, I, I was good. I think I had planned on going. To, I mean, this was so long ago, but I think I had planned on going there this year just to go see Coheed and Cambria. Yeah, I think they're pre-booked for next year. Well, I'm in. Yeah, I I love, some, I've never seen are. Coheed, and yeah. I fucking love Coheed. Because I know my Kilmer Romance is going to do it next year. Yeah, yeah so they say. I, I hope it's. I, I know. know. So it's a say. long time from now, so I, I hope. Because even without any of this, people drop out all the time. Mm. Blink-182 or somebody else dropped out before this, before the last one. I've never seen Blink either, and I would love to go see Blink. Blink's I love Blink. I saw them at the Tweeter Center, a.k.a. the World Music Center. I know. I had a gig that that night, and there were far less people at that gig because of that show. Same with, I want to say, did Weezer play there recently in the last couple years? I think they did. Was it Weezer? I saw Weezer in in Chicago. They put out a new album. I saw them at Grant Park. They put out a new album. Yeah, they, they might did, have been yeah, they did play the there. City. They did. They, okay. No, they, yeah, they played there because I almost got tickets. Weezer was there with uh, some other alternative bands. They were there with like uh, whatever the hell that what's that Q101 music fest they put on? Oh, picnic. Picnic. Yeah, okay. that's what they were there for. Yeah. I think. Okay. Yeah. I saw because I was like, there should be like at least 
at least so many people at this show, and I got there, and there was like half that, and I'm like, mm. Blink One Eighty Two were great, despite the again it was issues with the sound, but I I just chalked that up to the venue with the acoustics. Yeah, yeah. But now who left them? They were good. Was it Mark Hop or uh, what's his? Not Mark Hoppus. Mark Hoppus is the one who's in now, right? No, he's not the singers. Who left Blink? Not the singer. Tom the singer. Are you talking about? Yeah, because well, they still have Travis Barker. Yeah, he's the drummer. Yeah. Yeah. And then who but one of them left. The singer. The lead singer of Blink left the band? Yeah. Or they kicked him out. I don't remember. So who's like after their first album? They, no, they no, got, no, no. Recently. Like within the last three or four years. No idea then. Okay. I'm not too sure, but Tom DeLong is the one who's looking for aliens right now with the US government. You keep he's talk, the original keep singer, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's the guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah and who yeah, did I replace him with? He had the better voice. Mark Hoppus, right? Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, I was gonna say they yeah. that that was the guitar a long time ago. Because then the guitarist, I thought it was the guitarist started singing after that. I think so, right? Yeah. And then, yeah. But he's the, yeah, he was the original guy. I, I mean, I That's saw what I thought you were talking about. No, 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 no. I'm talking about recently. Yeah, he, after, he does fund, like, the, the, like, the, the search for aliens. Like, Tom DeLong. Tom DeLong left the band in 2015. Yes. Which is also... No, who's the I, original singer, then? Because the original uh, Scott singer... Scott Rayner. No? No. Says he, former, current, currently on Wikipedia, Mark Hoppus, bass vocals. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And then Travis Barker, and then Matt Skiba. Matt took Skiba. over guitar and vocals in 2015. Mm. Former, their old drummer before they got Travis Barker was Scott Rayner, and then Tom DeLong, who was their guitar player for all the fucking hits that yeah. every single person knows. Mm-hmm. And then Cam Jones was their original bass player? No, their original. Who was their original singer? Was uh, that. It's, it it's got to be Tom DeLonge. It might be Tom DeLonge. Yeah, and then he was out for the longest time. Maybe they brought him From back. From 2005 <clears throat> to 2009, he was out. But it looks like they were all out for a bit. Yeah. So they came back with a record in 2011. Shout out to my friend Megan. Uh, she nice. told me about the record. In 2011, they released an album called Neighborhoods, which is to this day my favorite Blink-182 album. It's phenomenal. Ghost on the Dance Floor, Wishing Well are great songs. That's what, you should, do a, that's what you should do at karaoke. Hey, you got anything from Neighborhoods by Blink-182? No, it is. Go check it out. It's a great record. I know, but I just say that at a karaoke bar. And then they, they put a record out shortly thereafter with a, like a wolf or a dog barking on the cover, and there's a song on there called When I Was Young. That's a great song. But then pretty much everything that they've done... Born to Death is off that album, too. Yeah. That might be the name of the album, also. That might be the name of the but album. But the song, the single off there was, was Born great. to Death, which was not bad, yeah. Yeah. They were good at Lala when I saw them. But other than that, it, it's pretty much that, like, other than those, like, few random ones from the mid-90s, it's pretty much, like, Enema of the State through... What's the cover with the pink and the blue and the white? Is that the self-titled record? The one with I Miss You on it and, and oh, all that shit. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, to me, that's Blink-182. So back know. in the day when I was listening to Blink-182 in high school, I was like ripping their songs on LimeWire. So I had no, it was all my iPod, which is one long list of songs. So I don't know like any of like the album, inf- like none of the information yeah, behind yeah. the song. I just knew like the song titles and the artist. Yeah, that's and right. half the time it was Bill Clinton not having sexual relations with that woman. You ever remember that? <laughs> I mean, I remember that to, happening. Yeah, no, but if you used to torrent music back in the day on LimeWire, oh it was, my like, God, it was right. like a 15% chance any song you get would just be recording I Bill Clinton right. saying that or a robotic voice saying you want a free iPod and then like a, speaking out a web link for you to go to to get your scam iPod. Oh, so now I and remember then every, every parody song was also by Weird Al. 
every song right, that every anybody had ever wrote that was any sort of parody song or funny yeah. song and was credited to Weird Al on LimeWire. According to LimeWire, Can't You See was by the Allman Brothers band, yeah, it's not all, Marshall Tucker band. Yeah, it's right? all horrible, horribly... You downloaded that on my computer when I was like 14 years yeah, old. Yeah, that's where I got all my music as a kid. Yeah, that's what I used to do. And the first thing you would do was by whomever. I think that was the other Well, one. Dion and the Belmonts do that, yeah. but I don't know who they put I think down. it was Bobby Darren. Really? <laughs> yeah, it was listed as Bobby Definitely yeah. Dion and the Belmonts. <laughs> yeah. but, um, no, so... Long story short, I made my grandfather a Johnny Cash, like, mixed CD. And you're talking about those, like, you won an iPod. Yeah. That was one, like, Orange Blossom Special or, like, uh, um, Boy Named Sue. Yeah. Because I just downloaded the songs and then put them on a CD and burned it. And I'm in the car with him listening to it. And then I was like, oh, that's not supposed to be there. <laughs> yeah, dude, those, those, dude, that's a good old like uh, wild your, west pay days. Pay for your music, support artists. Yeah, but you pay for free music. The wild west days. But when you're 14 and broke, and yeah, man, I, I had like thirst, a like thousand me. songs. Yeah, a thousand deep songs. Thirst. I paid zero dollars for. The only deep albums thirst. I ever bought were I bought two albums with my legitimate own money. Can I guess what year? Like what time frame? Like mid two thousand, like early guess, mid two thousand, like guess between two thousand two thousand ten. Is uh, it was in American Jersey Idiot High School? You got fifty percent. Yep, that's one of them. Nice. And Weezer's The Blue Album. No. Oh, strong, strong, dude! Yes. I was so strong, close. Yes. What's no, the other that, one? That's good. Demon Days by the Gorillas. That was the other. Is album. that the one with Clint Eastwood on it? Oh, yeah. Uh, no. No. No, that's not Clint Eastwood. Okay, but good. Fucking album. Yeah, yeah, that was the that was it. I believe I think that's Clint was on Gorillaz. I think that's a self titled album from two thousand and two. Yeah, that was the one that was on the first. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where they're in the car on the front of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 So, it was on Now Eight. That's how that I, I believe. Yeah, Gorillaz. <laughs> Below the radar, awesome band for the last oh, almost twenty years. Oh, Top five bands for my yeah, whole life. Yeah, I've, I've always loved Gorillaz. I saw them live uh, last year. No oh, yeah. shit. Yeah, which yeah. is pretty sweet. What's that like? Do what do they look like? They're virtual. Is it well? They're virtual. It's one guy. It's Damian Auburn. It's one dude. So it's this, it's this uh, English guy, UK guy. Yeah. Um, so depending on what the concert is and depending on where it's at and what's going on, they, he does different things. Sometimes he has holograms of mm-hmm. the characters playing on stage. Yeah. Uh, sometimes they just have like people on stage. Sometimes they do screens with like images and you know the characters on the screens. So it's all it's all different. So when we saw him um, at the United Center, I believe, um, we were down on the floor and then. Um, so they had like a big giant circular. They screen headlined at the United Center. And a screen, uh huh. Yeah, it was it was pretty. Sold they out are too. way bigger than I thought they were. Well, yeah, it was it was it was sold out because, because they don't tour yeah. at all, like barely ever, mm-hmm. and you never know. And they they release music so so rarely. They they were just promoting their newest album that just come out at the time. Um, so, but it was a fantastic show. Like he played all the hits and they played like three or four songs off their new album. Nice. And then besides that, they played like all the biggest hits. Um, and they played for. It was like three hours. It was so long. It was like a jam enough, session. Got enough music. Yeah, and, yeah. and he, they were just they just kept going. So he had a lot of people on stage mm-hmm. playing, and then they had like big screens over the top with like the characters, and they played like they played the music videos in the background. Like for Clint Eastwood, they were playing the music video with the gorillas and like the thriller. Oh, that sounds like a imagery. Yeah, it was a great time. Um, so yeah, they're they're definitely in my top bands, but they were an interesting people to see live because it's only one dude. And then, and then backup. He had backup singers and oh, did not know any of It's like uh, it's like Tame Impala, Kevin Parker. Yeah. From Tame Impala. Never yeah. heard. 
Oh, you never heard of them? No. Oh, dude. Have you heard of Tan and Paula? No. You know. You've heard their songs. Yeah, you've definitely heard some of their songs. Especially recently. I think, like, I think that should just be a new he's a one the show. He's like, a you one guys man. just gang up on me and be like, you think you know everything about music. What are you doing here? What are you doing here? You've got me beat. I took the 405 to Ventura. I took the one. I took the seven. Fuck the one. Uh, sorry, I, I, that's my yeah. terrible, terrible impression. Back to but that should be a bit on the show. Is like, man, you think you know everything about music? We're gonna up you. Have you ever heard of this yeah. band? You ever heard of like the biggest band right now, Tame Impala? Yeah. Are they really a big band? No, no. I mean, I shouldn't say the biggest. It's band. one dude. So like, yeah, I just recently dude, yeah. found out the weekend is one dude. I yeah. was like, that's a great band name. Mm-hmm. There's no way you just found out who the weekend is. <laughs> he actually no that he was one. Dude. He's one dude. He thought it was an. Actual I thought it was a band. He thought it was. A group. I thought it was an actual yeah, That's band. slightly more forgivable, I guess. But I, mean, I, know, I know The weekend. I've been familiar with The weekend for a few years. Right. It's just, I didn't know okay. it's one person. Yeah, technically. Like a I just found out Bono didn't have a last name. Right. Bono's not his real name. <laughs> Same with The Edge. I know. Tell me Bon Jovi's not his real name. His yeah. first name isn't Bon. <laughs> last name Jovi. It's John Bon Jovi. You mean Kid Rock's not his real name? Come on. It might be. No, his name's Robert something. Be the coolest mom ever. You tell me Slash is not his real God-given name. That's not his Christian name. <laughs> you know, you're telling me Prince name, isn't of royalty. I saw Slash play one time. Where? Black Eyed Peas concert. Oh! They brought out, I've seen the Black Eyed Peas. Wait, what? I've seen Black Eyed Peas twice in my life. No, 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 no. Three times? Two or three times time I've seen out. Black Eyed Peas. Before we get into this, I have a legitimate... 3% of respect I just lost for you. Yeah, I that's, have that's a fair. legitimate yeah. state. They had bangers, though. I know. You can't tell me those songs didn't get stuck in your head. Those were they top... They did. That those was the problem. hit singles when they came Where out. They knew how there. to make hits. Where are you in your career when your guest appearancing at Black Eyed Peas concerts... And you're the fucking guitar player from Guns N' Roses. You're when you're when Guns N' Roses has been broken up for about twenty years at that point. That's what okay. You're doing. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that's when that's when your lead singer was still, I think, probably in rehab at that point because this mm-hmm. was maybe back in the in the mid two thousands. Axel was in rehab. Yeah, probably. Yeah, before they tried to re, like recently get back together. And then he went and, was and they made Chinese AC Democracy. Person. Nobody listened to that album. Oh god, Buckethead oh was god. on that fucking album. Buckethead. Oh, no. My respect for Buckethead. Buckethead. He, was, he was on that album. I know yeah. a Buckethead impersonator interesting yeah. Yeah. oh that's right that's right shout out to Mike V shout if you're listening to, to the show yeah. um, he has impersonated Buckethead oh. at, at shows and oh. he's pretty good I mean like with getting like not just the look but the like the guitar like the whole thing oh yeah he does a great job yeah, oh, it's, yeah. it's good I uh, I did get to see Slash in Guns N' Roses I got to see Guns N' Roses at Soldier Field that's cool. Uh, was, what year? I think it was three years ago. It was when that first tour came okay, back. Okay, yeah, I was going to say, they, when they recently came back. It was back. like 16 when they hit Vegas and a couple other big cities, and then they came to Chicago in 17, and they were at Soldier Field. Awesome show. Really? Axel sounded great. They played for three hours. Alice nice. Chains opened for them. So I'm like, yes. That's pretty sweet. No shit. Yeah. Who was singing for Alice in Chains? Uh, well, it's Jerry Cantrell, and I forgot the guy's name. But okay. uh, it's, uh, oh, what but they're not the original band anymore. Their their bassist died like 10, 12 years ago too. That's but that, going back to the like full circle with the Skinnerd thing mm-hmm. is that it's like at what point are you not that band anymore? So that's a, because Leonard that's, Skinner. That's not for us to think. Leonard Skinner right. has one original member. Everybody else.
else has been replaced because yeah. they're dead. That's a that's a that's, no, I know that's, that's the ship of Theseus. I, I'm They've well been thinking aware. about that since ancient Greek times. Mm. You know, I'm well aware that's not my place, but it's not like it's not like Paul and Ringo are out touring as the Beatles. You know what I mean? Well, you got uh, you got uh, Creedence Clearwater Revisited with, and Creedence with, Clearwater uh, Revival. What's John's they brother's both name? Tom Tom Fogarty. Yeah, John's John's brother. They both tour independently and of each Cook other. And Stu Cook and Doug, uh, I forget his last name, the bass player. Um, Creedence Clearwater Revival's Doug. Pink Floyd do the same thing, don't they? Well, there's, there's Pink Floyd. Roger Waters Roger tours with Roger Waters. David Gilmore, I think, is with Nick Mason, so they tour as Pink Floyd. I saw Pink Floyd. Without Roger Waters? In 2017, I think. I thought you saw Roger Waters. No, you're right. I saw Roger Waters. Yeah, because that was the yeah. year he did, like, the wall tour. He did uh-huh. the wall. Yes. At, at Wrigley Field. Mm-hmm. I saw them at the United Center? The United Center, yeah. Because yeah. I was at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame shortly the thereafter, and they had all the, the shit that he used from that tour. It yeah. was awesome. Yeah, they had the big inflatable pig flying around. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, they inflated, like, a, they made, like, a giant hologram built factory building slash school. It was pretty sweet, yeah. Not gonna lie, I appreciate Dark Side of the Moon. Time is an amazing song. Mm, yeah, mm-hmm. um, it's one of my favorites. Wish You Were Here, that song's great. Yeah. Uh, Shine Your Crazy Diamonds, Barn Burner. The Animals record I enjoy. And there's a couple tracks on the wall, like Young Lust, Comfortably Numb. Comfortably Numb, I, I like their hits, that's I about it. I've now I, got too many. I Pink just Floyd. never could get into Pink Floyd like that. No, yeah, I, I like their hits. You know, yeah, it's that's just it. not... Not a fan of money. But that's, so that's the thing, and we'll it's do okay. it. It feels very 70s. It does. We'll do a separate yeah, show on that, yeah. is that there are certain songs, because we all grew up listening to the radio, Yeah. that are so... Like, I cannot listen to BTO's Taking Care of Business. Oh, TCOB? Oh. I, it's just because it's like, how many times did you hear that on the radio song. growing up? Yeah. Or Boston's Feels Like the First Time. It's like, Boston's? I can't, I just, you mean foreigners, Boston. Foreigners Feels Like the First Time. No. Yeah. Feels Like the First Time. That's for, oh, I'm that's more than a feeling, my bad. Feel. No, you're more than a feeling. Yeah, that's, yeah, I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. Right song, Boston's, wrong title. Yeah. Boston's more than a feeling. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. It's just, it, you know, it's, but like when I was a smaller kid, that's why, like, when I first got into Springsteen, I was kind of uneasy about it was because all I knew was born in the USA. And I'm yeah. just like, ah. That's probably, that's literally probably where I'm at with Springsteen. That's, right. That's about, that about describes tell, my musical right. interest in Very quickly, before we start wrapping things down, tell Jimmy about our experiment from a week and a half ago. Yeah. Uh, so he was like, we need something new to talk about. And just gives me the assignment of go listen to Born to Run. It's the 45th anniversary. Yeah. Okay. Last week. The, yeah. the song? That's right. The album. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's it's a song name too, right? It is, yeah. Okay, I've heard it's that song. side too. Okay. Yeah. okay. yeah. I know. I'm still waiting for Bruce Springsteen to put out a self-titled album, album and have a self-titled song. I'm just waiting for it, you know. It should, yeah, it should happen. Like, I used to think like Bruce, Wilco finally did, like as like a like a fuck you to society. Mm-hmm. I used to think that Bruce yeah. Springsteen and John Mellencamp were the same person. Oh my god! For a oh long come time. on, dude, that's I blasphemy. For a long, dude, that is I fucking am blasphemy. So happy you just said that. Oh, because that just angered them. Oh, oh, I'm so dude, happy. I'm I crying on the inside. <laughs> I used to think that he changed his name when I was from like. 
forever until like high school. I, I never he changed knew his name. I never knew that they were two different people. That's first when he was all, the cougar. That's John, what I thought. It's yeah. John, it was like John John Mellon Cougar Camp. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Okay, yeah. so first of all, I've seen John. I've seen John Mellon Camp. He's fine. That's the John Mellon Camp has about twelve really, really, really good songs, and the rest oh, of them are whatever. Man. Springsteen. If I played you Candy's Room or fucking Darkness on the Edge of Town or the you know, okay. Go finish the story. anything from greetings. From finish. Okay, so you listen for to you. Run. Yeah, so I, I um, he's he's I think he was. Tell uh, him the whole story. Yes, tell him the whole He was. He told me to listen to it on my way over. I didn't because I I've been recording stuff and listening to it. So he's sitting watching his uh, show that he watches on the YouTube's. I'm sitting here. I just put the headphones on. I'm listening to Born to Run, and we get done. We we start the show, and I just I was like, whoa, okay. I was not expecting what I heard. I liked a lot of what I heard, okay, and I'm happy I did that. He's never listened to Springsteen really his entire right. Life. I just like you okay. know, I know the hits. Yeah, you know, you're born to runs. I know your uh, glory days. Oh god, I fucking hate that song. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, but I but I was even telling beforehand like I uh, was familiar with his first album, Greetings from Asbury Park, because of my job at the university, uh, Saint Xavier University. I was the football manager. And during practices, that album was on, okay. which was totally rah rah football. Yeah, that gets yeah. you. That gets you hype. Princess exactly. called. She sends me. Exactly. Hurry, go. Exactly. Dancing yeah. in the dark is him. Right? That's on Born in the USA. Okay. Mm-hmm. See, what you know is songs off Born in the USA. That's you know slaps. Born in the USA. I like Dancing in the Dark. That's Dancing in the Dark, which 84? introduced the world to Courtney Cox. Eighty-four. Eighty-four. Uh, you know the? Did you guys know this? Uh, in Terre Haute, Indiana, where my mom went to college, the first. CD manufacturing plant in the United States was there by Sony, and that was the first CD that they ever pressed in the United States was born in the USA. No, no, yeah, in Terre Haute, Indiana. Interesting, Terre Haute, yeah, Indiana. Little, little tidbit. Oh, but finish, finish the story. Nice. You it liked gets, it? Yeah, I okay. liked it. And then we did the show. And then we did the show, and I was. And then. And then I started listening to Darkness. No, but no, because um, you no, we talked like remember we talked like three days later, and you were like, "So I've yeah. listened to Born to Run." Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I listened to that. We talked, and then three days later, um, that's when Sea uh, Sense was there, right? Was it? A, well, yeah, when Connor was over. Yeah, I was saying. Yeah, I've listened to. Uh, oh my God! What the hell is the name of the song? Tenth uh, uh, Avenue Freeze Out, like twenty times in the last three days. I'm like, I fucking love it. Okay. Which is the second song on the album. Okay. And he's like, got him. I got him. I, like, I got him. So <laughs> pumped. Yeah. And then I'm like, okay, <clears throat> I didn't tell him to go and listen to Darkness. I just, the next day, he's like, so I listen to Darkness on the Edge of Town. Nah, yeah. Not as much a fan. And I was like, no, nah, it's good. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, that's the greatest album of all time. Like, what are you talking about? So... Um, for those of you listening, I'm patting my Darkness on the Edge of Town LP that's hanging up behind me. Specifically touching uh, Bruce's left breast. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> his face. Stroking his nipples now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really getting into it. He's taking it off the wall right now. Mouth. And he's... Now I'm on the Mick Fleet, or, uh, yeah, Mick Fleet with balls. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <touching> <laughs> <me too>. balls. <laughs> I got rumors right next to uh, Darkness on the Edge of Town. Rumor has it. He has some big balls. Rumor has it. By the way, Adele. Adele. That album still kicks ass. I was... Yogging. Oh, yeah, the, her breakthrough one? Yeah. 2021? 20, yeah, I think it's 20. Rumor has it is a great, like, that album was great. Do you keep up with all her latest racial and weight loss controversies? I know racial. she lost weight. Yeah, now she's in a racial controversy. What did she do? Is she on the right or wrong side? Oh, oh, I don't know. 
assume. Uh, she had the audacity to wear um, her hair in like a traditionally Jamaican oh. hairstyle while oh. celebrating it. It was like some Jamaican fest or something. So she wore like a bikini top with like Jamaican flags. I don't know. She had dreads. Might not even be Jamaican. It, I, I might be in the wrong. It's some other African country or Caribbean country. I don't know. I believe it was Jamaican. No, she had her hair in like the little knots. Okay. Like, uh, if you think of, like, Gwen Stefani from, like, early yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, early No Doubt. Uh-huh. Oh, God. Like, so, yeah, yeah. So, and then, so, apparently, because <clears throat> Twitter's a horrible place. Yeah, it is. And, uh, yeah, everybody got mad that... Some days. Yeah, everybody got mad that, uh, it, she was, like, co-opting their culture and all this other... Of course. It's not a real controversy, but just every music news site just picking it up for, for clicks. Mm-hmm. So, it's just kind of funny. Click no one's... Me. No one's gonna not buy, like, her new music because of it. <laughs> every music, yeah, website going, yeah, because there's no good music in 2020. Let's talk about a Dell's controversy. Yeah, her Great hair music. and, yeah. like, the five people on no, Twitter. I know, but that's what big it. music things are going like, yeah. What music is there in 2020? That's a good music. Trend. That's what everything's going on. There's no movies, there's no music, there's mm-hmm. no nothing. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. So Even though there's been good stuff going on. Everyone's starved for content. I'm not going to lie. I'm not starved for content at all. I'm, no, I'm not. I am. F- my gas tank is full on content. Uh, I just don't really watch much regular television. I'm I'm in the YouTube's. You're in the alternative in the, media now. I'm in the YouTube's. The you're the not universe. in the main. You're not in the lamestream yeah. media as I call it. Patent, copyright. Did you patent the lamestream? Yeah, media? lamestream media. I, I don't know. I made that I'm up. pretty sure the Prez like talks about that all the time. The Prez, the tyrant. Depends on what day I want to, how I feel this. You know, what day, how bad I want to just trash him. <clears throat> But anyway, so we're going to end the show on that note. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy, thank you very much for being a guest. We're definitely going to have you back on sooner than later because this was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, shooting the shit, going around. and uh, Thank you so much for your uh, John Cougar, Colin Camp, Bruce Springsteen comment. Thank you. I'm, I'm sure I've got a lot more. I, hope, uh, I really hope you do. Things that will make Rob angry with my oh, lack of knowledge. bring them on all day. Yeah. yeah. It's not lack of knowledge. It's fine. It's just they're two different people. One's from Seymour, Indiana, and the other one's from Freehold, New Jersey. And one of them is the greatest songwriter I think that's ever lived, and that's a hot take because Bob Dylan's the, the king, but Bruce Springsteen's the boss. And I'll give you the two worst women singers of all time: Tom Petty and Neil Young. <laughs> first of all, first of all, do not disrespect the deceased. Tom Petty. No, no, no. pity the living. Pity the dead, man. Tom Petty is just the greatest. Just Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. And Neil Young, what that man has done in the last 50-plus years Mm -hmm. in his recording career has been amazing. Still doesn't sometimes have me uh, mistake his voice for uh, a whining Karen. What about Bob Dylan? What do you think? I mean, if, listen, if you're going to shit on Petty and, and Neil Young. Yeah, if you don't like Neil Young's voice. I, you know, Dylan doesn't I, sound like you know, a woman, though. That's why I had to. Dylan doesn't sound like a human. He's a bit of an Dylan sounds like a human. Dylan sounds like, like yeah, the, uh, the, early, uh, the early tests of, uh, you know, when they were coming up with the robot computer voices. Like how yeah. Stephen Hawking had his, his yeah. voice thing. That's what Bob Dylan sounds like. But Steve I've Hawking seen Bob Dylan live. It's real. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's yeah. It's it's a real voice, but it's just so monotone. You're like, oh, he's just saying syllables, and it happens to be, you know, with music accompaniment. Yeah. Look, I'm not taking. It's not taking away the songwriting ability. I, I know. You know that, right? Just have somebody else perform them. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 
Have a great week, everybody, and we'll see y'all next time.